So before starting this uh, pod podcast, I want to do um, I want to uh, read off something here. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we as a fandom have lost something very very dear. Um, Albie's pet Ron Ron had passed away a couple days ago, and I just want to do a moment of silence for him. And with that, welcome everyone to Subwoofer Entertainment Treehouse. It was a bit more of a somber note, but for all of you who know Albie, for all of you who have been entertained by Ron Ron and just enjoyed the videos, we felt that they've given a lot to the fandom and they deserve at least a couple seconds of that. We are mm -hmm. a determinedly otherwise drunk, geeky, and cheerful podcast, despite the somber beginning. We're wolves, we house in a tree, and we entertain, bringing you all the latest entertainment news. Sets so a lot like a music appreciation class. We discuss certain topics and see if people react to them in different ways. My name is Zach Gray, also known as the Booze Wolf, but heading us and the beginner of that wonderful and very respectful silence is... Hi guys, my name is Scarfy. How's it going? Cruise? Oh, oh, oh sure. there we go. Either one. Sorry, I'll call it too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm Sujo Wolf. Hi. Don't come near me. I bite. She does a lot. Hey, don't. I'm Cruz. Hi, Cruz. Don't go near. Should I, go. I, <laughs> I like how Cruz is saying it's like my introduction is just to further the point of uh, Shudra's introduction. I feel like, no, yeah, seriously. Like <laughs> yeah, I see. I see what a lot of people mean, and like personally, it's just it's one of those things where, um, you know, uh, it's one of those things where we just have to. Be who we are and do what we are. Um, Greg, right now, Cruz is doing a podcast, so yeah, I don't this, really. This is this is yeah, not. This is, this is, just ignore it. It's yeah. It's a okay. it's a troll. Soy latte. Are you sure it's a troll? Yes, soy latte. Oh. It's definitely a troll. <laughs> okay. Wow, that's Alrighty. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, th I think we had a plan for things we were doing today. Uh, yeah, we do. We have an agenda. Yeah, but uh, before we begin the agenda, I will. Ha I just want to say, Shucha, welcome back. It's nice to see you again. Uh, you you got sick, and we couldn't have you on the show two we weeks ago. You. How are you feeling? I need coffee. <laughs> coffee is the best medicine next to laughter, which is the well, next medicine best next to medicine. Coffee is some version of me saying that God wanted me to be happy. <laughs> You should uh, you should see if Starbucks will hire you to uh, to to advertise on our show. Maybe we can get uh, sponsored. Yeah, I, I, yeah, makes sense. Oh man! Oh, shit! Apparently, I haven't paid my child support for the child I don't have. <laughs> I was actually gonna type this, but since it's been addressed, I need to get me started on that, Craig. Man, half hyena hasn't paid child support for Zoma got shot our adopted son in ever. I'm still waiting for that. Path, if you're listening, I'm coming for you. I know where I know vaguely where you live, but I know where you work as a con chair. So, I'll be there next year. I'm gonna hunt you down. I see what you mean. Anywho, so uh, we start this with Cruz normally, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Cool. We'll, we'll start with Cruz. Cruz, what do you have on the agenda when it comes to music? Basically a little bit less than nothing. But <laughs> what we do have is pretty good. 
And the first thing we have, obviously, is Baby Metal. Metal Resistance, which is, yeah, that's come out on the April Fool's Day. But it was no joke. Oh, that, was, God. that was mandatory, by the way. <laughs> it's jumped up to number one in the middle charts on iTunes, number five overall. <laughs> Pop can suck it. <laughs> Baby Metal, they will start their tour in U- the United States in May. Oh, nice. And we've included uh, one of their earlier uh, songs in the, in the well, at least in the fucking, what's it called? Agenda. Yes. yes. I can see it. I can see it. So I will be sending that to you all in a second because I have to pull up Telegram on my other computer that controls and monitors this. So keep on talking, Cruz. I'll be sending out everyone that yeah. link in a moment. You know, it's kind of funny. I um, we had Baby Metal before, and Baby Metal was just one of these uh, was one of the musics where where I feel as if you know um, I I. I it was very apparent how much haters I found when it came to um, uh, baby metal. And I don't understand why people hate baby metal when there's a lot of Japanese music that other people hate, like Hatsune Miku or something. Ah, Hatsune Miku. Oh, God. Yeah. I've never hated yeah. baby metal. It's just, just a meme at this point. Yeah, I've never hated baby metal. It was just always, it's like, it is ridiculous. Not to say it's bad. Like, Mindless Self Indulgence was my favorite bands of all time. Their music is fucking ridiculous. But it's, it's just very, like, we watch the whole, spe- it is a spectacle in the most weirdest of ways. But it's not bad music. It's just bizarre. Yeah. But bizarre can be yeah. good. And, um, and notice, like, uh, especially one from Metal Resistance, they like was basically cut and paste of a Slipknot riff. It starts off with like a uh, really heavy riff. It goes uh, like insanely, well, that would be insanely crazy drumming. <laughs> and, uh, well, you know. Yeah, a bit, a bit of a, uh, not That's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I forgot. I can't. What is your favorite song by Baby Metal, uh, Cruz? Uh, one song. Uh, I'd say Road of Resistance. Is by it, ba- of, it really by Baby Metal? Remind me of Dragon Force. Yeah. I got It's uh, It's actually on both. It's actually on both of their albums. It's like at the end of the fir- end of the first one, at the beginning of the the of Metal Resistance, mm. which I guess was kind of like they forgot. Like, oh, we should probably put on this because the name is the name of the album in the song. It makes sense, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it is. It's if you like Dragon Force, that's basically what it is. Makes sense. Uh, hold on, I just want to check yeah. something real quick. Sure, sure, sure. The link. Oh it's no! Apparently the baby. Oh no! Apparently the link is not working. Here you go. Let me. One second. One second. Let me fix that. Let me. Get, oh no! Uh, let's let's panic. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's panic because the link isn't working. Eh, it's fine. Let me just send this link to Zach. So I mean, that'll work instead. <laughs> the name of the song. It's you. The name of the song. You can't forget it. Give me chocolate. Uh, really not that complicated. You can look it up your damn self. <laughs> uh, Gimme Chocolate is a really good song. I actually really enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> I like how it's just like it starts today, with like industrial. Like today's a, mo- a lot more. I don't know why, but today feels a lot more mellow than usual. Like we need to like it is. 
is it make is. people excited. I don't know what's going on. Let's let we well, need to make people excited. Well, you did start with a something dying. I mean, that's I a pretty I'm hard thing to come back from with energy. Just <laughs> oh, okay. Now we're having really, really good. Now we're like we just need to be alive and a lot more focused. I don't know why we're talking like this. Like we're talking like a freaking robot, but we need to like fix that there. Anyway, there you go. I gave you the link, so hopefully it'll work. I don't, yeah. I don't understand why on earth it wouldn't, but apparently they decided to do something different with it. So hopefully it's working, but I don't know why it wouldn't be. So I know that he's trying to troll us, but actually I, I kind of like this guy, Greg. It's kind of fun. Like the pod, uh, not that one. The uh, he said like baby metal reminds me of Oprah, and all I can think of is just them on stage going, "You get a kawaii, and you get a kawaii, and you get a kawaii," and it just makes me right. Happy. So everybody wanna ride. <laughs> Your mom's a prostitute. Like, well, I hey. mean, maybe, but I don't even want to block. I just want to ignore him for you. I just want to ignore him all this time because I already know that there's going to be more trolls than just him. So we'll just we'll just probably leave him be. Anyway. Uh, yeah, Zach, have you listened to any of Baby Metal's music? Otherwise, yeah, yeah a while and... ago. Uh, it was, I mean, it's good music. Like I said, it's just kind of like a bizarre thing to watch. It's sort of like, I don't know, like any sort of like really like throwing cutesy and metal together is just interesting. And admittedly, like I have no problems with metal. It's just not one of my, my usual genres that I listen to. So that's part of it. And I don't normally listen to cutesy. But it's good. I'm just, it's not like something that I absolutely love. But if it's on, I'll definitely listen to it. I think it's, it's they got talent. That's for damn sure. And they're well liked. Yeah, that's all I have to say. I'll say that. And, and I mean, all their songs are like quite different. But mm -hmm. the one thing that does say the same throughout is that they do a good job of yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever they do. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Most, most right. definitely. Um, most, most definitely. Anyway, uh, right. what's on the next agenda? Uh, what's next on the agenda, Cruz? I would talk to Shuja, but Shuja apparently had to go away for a couple minutes. He'll be back soon. But anyway, what's next on the agenda? All right. Music. All right. Next one. I checked them out, which is, it's, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like trippy indie rock stuff uh it's mm -hmm. called post-punk indie rock band bare hands bare hands as in b-a-a-r like a bear oh okay. oh you yeah, mean yeah, yeah. so clever <laughs> <laughs> it's a bar they released their they will be releasing their third studio album april 15th a brooklyn-based band gained popularity with their previous album called distraction featuring their hit song giants and it was top 10 alternative charts in 2014 and i listened to that song and uh i mean it's 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 kind of uh it's it's weird because like they keep repeating the line i am loving you more sounding exactly like that i am loving you more I'm like <laughs> well i just i just posted up it's, on it's top. quite an, it's quite an experience i posted the link to the song giants in case people want to listen to that so yeah i know what you mean mm -hmm. So I, I haven't heard these guys because I, I didn't get a get a chance to listen to them uh, today with all all of what my day's been. But what is their like? If you had to sum up their style, what, what would it be? It's kind of like uh, not. It's like the the not pop, but like the more 
radio-friendly side of alt-rock. Okay. They're more like light, almost almost like a that's the this band today that I I've come to hate. What are they right. called? Uh, what are they called? The fucking what their song was? Everybody talks. Whatever band. Oh, oh. Keep forgetting their name. Um, they they're like that, but they're yeah. they're like that band, but but far less annoying. Today, Junior. But yeah, no, I, I can see what you mean. I, I just listened to an excerpt of it. But yeah, it's definitely got that that sort of like franticness that Cage the Elephant does very well, but not as good as yeah. Cage the Elephant, <laughs> basically. <laughs> That's another one that they're nicely similar to. But yeah, you can enjoy Starfy, it. thoughts? Um, unfortunately, I haven't learned. I haven't listened to Bare Hands, so. Uh, they are a post-punk indie rock, but unfortunately, I'm not a big fan of indie rock because, like, whenever whenever indie rock is like, whenever indie rock is like, you know, introduced, it always reminds me of hipsters. It is. It, I mean, that's the the point of it. Actually, one of the hipsters... I mean, that's that's yeah, that's that's kind of their crowd, though. Yeah. I mean, it, the music video, yeah, they they all look blatantly like like hipsters. Right. Like you you can. All of them. It's kind of funny. I like. I listen to KEXP a lot, which is a Seattle-based radio station that plays a bunch of like up-and-coming bands and famous bands in the underground, and also more popular bands now. Again, like more popular than everybody knows them. Um, and yeah, like I've I've been getting into and out of. It depends. One thing I've noticed I usually hate a lot is that you'll get an indie band that comes in or some hipster band, and either the music is on point and the singer fucking sucks. Or the singer is astounding, and the, the musicians sound like they're just, you know, slapping their instruments against each other's faces. And it's like, I, now and again, you find one that both are good. Also, consequently, just as often, you find one where both are just as bad, and you wonder how things had ever come this way. But yeah. I mean, the, the vocalist isn't bad, but it's just like the way he was singing is kind of like, yeah. I am loving you more. We're all... Sweating. Yeah, I'm, I'm so sweaty right now. That's oh my weird. god. So sweaty. The sweat, sweat of doom. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Alright. Um Shadow, do you have any thoughts? Thoughts on what? Uh on the music. I, I realize you've been gone for most of it. I don't know if you got to hear any of it when it came up while you're getting your coffee. Oh, coffee. Are you asking my thought on coffee? Because it's good. <laughs> no, no, I know your thoughts on coffee. We discussed this earlier. It's a, it's a new slogan for Starbucks, remember? Mm, Starbucks. Actually, I don't. Starbucks. Mm -hmm. You don't like Starbucks? Actually, no. I like Starbucks coffee, but whatever. I tend to make my own coffee, so. Right, right, right. Mm. Nothing better than a cup of milk cat infants. Yeah. Are you are you feeling better? Uh, yes. Now okay. I'm, now I'm feeling that good sounded far. far more sexual than coffee war and so it's like I feel better. No, 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 no. That that sounded like Professor Snape doing the Wingardium Levy. <laughs> Oh, God damn it. 
Alright, now that's gonna be we gotta stop now, otherwise that'll be the rest of the show. This is gonna be us doing that for like an hour and a half. Right. Yeah. Which it wouldn't be that bad. No, no, I I I'd love it, we but just, I mean we just regret it horribly later. We we find it later, it's like wow, our viewer count is in the negatives. I didn't know that was possible. Mm. <laughs> All right. So I guess I guess we're we're moving on. Is there any other any other thoughts or things you wanted to bring up, Cruz? I don't know. Other than um, I will be uh, seeing the Baby Metal on their tour when they come to Boston. Awesome! Uh, that'll be in May. Wait, you're going to be seeing Baby Metal? Yeah, um, um, they're at this. They're playing at the same place. Um, on Amartha is. Absolutely. Oh, take. Oh, so, take your sister, please. <laughs> oh, right. Well, I'll show her at least. I've, I've shown her, and she she likes it. She's uh, some of it. She's like, this is completely anime music. I'm like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Japanese, Japanese, what do you expect? All right. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. Yeah, All next right. up is, uh, I guess, me with video games. Hello. So the first game I'm going to talk about, I've actually, I, I shouldn't plug more successful YouTubers on, on this channel, but I've been watching Game Grumps play through a, a pre-release of it, and it looks pretty awesome. Is uh, Oh my god. What? As, as much as I love Game Grumps, I'm sorry, you can't top John Tron as, the, as you know, himself in Game Grumps. I... I mean, Danny. I highly disagree. I highly disagree. Danny Sexbang, I don't think does well playing video games, but that's just oh, personal. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Danny is atrocious at video games, but that's the whole point. Like, I, we'll, <laughs> we'll argue about this later. We'll argue about this later. Anyway, right. But yeah, so, um, but I will agree. He is atrocious at video games. The the game is uh, Dark Souls Three. <gasps> yeah, yeah, another one came out. So they're on, on to the oh, third boy. one. Um, besides, you know, Demon Souls and Bloodborne and all that. Uh, and, you know, so for any of you who know the series, you can say what you want about similarities in uh, Hidetaka Miyazaki's games, but the dude is a great formula that works. It's uh, It's been only a little over a year since he released Bloodborne, and already he's bringing in Dark Souls 3. And Bandai Namco Entertainment is certainly loving the sales this guy is bringing in with his games. Uh, for those who haven't played Dark Souls, Demon's Souls, Bloodborne's, or any of this, any of the series that uh, Miyazaki makes, uh, the gameplay is very similar. Uh, in the way it's stylized. However, each game takes place in a very unique world with its own set of enemies, environments, skills, abilities, items, all that sort of stuff. Its own lore as well. For the Dark Souls series, you're placed into a broken, decrepit, hellish landscape that's very fantasy medieval. So it's it's probably really appealing to people, you know, the, the D&D crowd or people like me that just love that fantasy medieval stuff. It's very twisted, very bizarre. I mean, it's sort of like Tolkien, Lewis Carroll, and Edgar Allan Poe had a night of drinking together and were just trying to top each other's stories. And even then, if you threw all of the, after that night, you threw them all in this world, they still wouldn't be able to quite cope with what's going on. But for modern day gamers like us, it's wonderful and immersive world because we're all fucked up in our own special way. Mm-hmm. The game's a third person perspective action RPG, which allows you a wealth of customization between skills, weapons, armor, spells, and the main draw of the game for gamers out there is that is incredibly challenging and very unforgiving. Uh, no matter how, how high of a level you are, you never really get to that point in other RPGs. Like, not to bash Skyrim, I love the Elder Scrolls game, but you never get to the point of being just a tank. You can't just soak damage all day and just wail on bitches, no matter what. The boss fights are always tough. The enemies are always tough. 
the damage you take is incredibly high, the damage you deal, it can get higher, but even still, it's like, it's going to take multiple tries to defeat some enemies, especially the bosses. So basically, I remember, huh? I remember, I remember Twitch actually doing a, a Twitch plays a Dark Souls, mm -hmm. believe it or not, and believe, and it was one of the most hardest things to do because it was frame by frame, move by move, legs, it was intense. I don't okay. know how they did it. Oh yeah, no, it's this. It's a game made for gamers. It's like meant to challenge you and cause you just the right amount of stress and frustration that you get hooked and you just want to beat it. But the entire time you're enjoying yourself in this weird sort of pseudo masochistic way. Uh, the game itself comes out on April 12th to the mass public. I know there's been some beta testers and stuff going on. Mostly the YouTubers, like I said, Game Grumps. I'm sure there's many other who've got others who've gotten a copy because that brings in sales. And uh, like any of Miyazaki's work, if you want. If you want a game that's a one, uh, if you're a gamer who wants a challenge, this is going to be for you. It's available for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. So thoughts. And and unfortunately, it's not available for Nintendo Wii. So well, yeah, but admittedly, like that's not the kind of uh, audience Nintendo usually wants to bring in. Like this is a very violent game, and Nintendo oh. always prided itself on being family friendly. Yeah, of course, but even still, there are times where Nintendo can get intense like they 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 made call of duty they had call of duty games for for you know for that yeah. but i saw the trailer for dark souls 3 and you know i never played a single dark souls game shame on me yeah 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 i know dark souls is this you know wonderful masterpiece that people love playing and granted it's not skyrim and it will never be like skyrim and heck i haven't even played skyrim and i can clearly tell it's not skyrim but mm -hmm. any anyway I, I saw it. I love the dark and gothic it has in it, and I and I'm pretty sure this is a recurring this is a recurring theme when it comes to Dark Souls. Always having you know dealing with you know very dark landscapes, very dark visuals, yeah. gothic mm -hmm. gothic places that you run around in. It's interesting. It's actually a theme in all of his works, like Demon Soul and uh, Bloodborne were both that same sort of style just in different like eras instead of fantasy and medieval one was really, like you're literally in a hell purgatory world and another one right was something even crazier they're they're great games i played it for a bit i've never beaten one um mm -hmm. my friend back home he he's been my oldest friend i've known him for like good god like 16 years now um, he, he is addicted to it. He's played all of them, run through them, beat them multiple times. And it's, every time I watch him play it, it seems, to me, it almost seems painful. Just like how hard it is. Even it's like, oh no, I beat this game three times. Like, but you're well, dying so, like a bitch. It's like, oh yeah, you die like a I bitch know. all the time. Like, but. This, this, that's why, I, that's why I haven't played the game because I've, I've watched people play it and like how angry they get and how often they die. It's almost like me and Evil Within, except like at least three times as <laughs> I bad. Wanna, I want to see a person actually play the game without dying one time, but even I know that's a I, really difficult thing I think thing that's actually have. an achievement you can get in the game, and I think maybe <laughs> one person has. Never because... die. Yeah, exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, forget Fire Emblem, man. I mean, this is, like, crazy. Mm. I mean... And I have to say, Stockso have a shit ton of like really ridiculous and but like funny in the same time achievement like a first time you die, take achievement unlocked, yeah, you die. It's like, oh okay, thank. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, any other thoughts? Any other ideas, comparisons, bitchings, bitching scratches? You know what Chanto is gonna come out? What platform? 
Oh yeah, I said P, uh, PS3, PC, and Xbox One. So everything except for Nintendo, like Scarface. Well, well, you mean PS4? PS4. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> oh. You are quite correct. I misspoke. It's all the same. It's all yeah. the same. Not all the same, but I, I, I'll, I'll say this right now. I, I, I don't, I don't know what you're smoking to, to think that I would go see a Beyonce concert, but whatever it is, I, I, I want three truckfuls of that. <laughs> post haste. Post haste. You'll just light the trucks on fire and just stand, like make a uh, a triangle <laughs> yeah. out of them around you and just sit meditating. Just... This girl is on fire. God. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. Need a balloon. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. I don't know what about Scarface. I like this guy. He gives us shit to talk about. Anyway. So the uh the do we have anything else we want to say or will we go to the next game? Nope. All right. The next game it should be a, a furry favorite or a favorite for a lot of gamers. Um and Scarfy actually had to rectify part of my my talk on this because I remember playing this like vividly for the PS1 but apparently it didn't come out to PlayStation 2. So obviously I need to drink less. I'm not giving it up because fuck that, but I need to drink less. Next game is Ratchet and Clank. It's a it's a remake of the game. There's already been a remake or a remastering, but for those an who don't, an HD remaster game yeah. of Ratchet and Clank. Yep. So, <clears throat> good. Well, I was gonna say personally, I don't understand why they would make a Ratchet and Clank like re- rehash of of the game, considering that there are there are movies that come out and there are move and there are video games based off movies that are made so mm-hmm. i'm kind of wondering well how exactly is this going to work since this game is technically based off the movie well the game is based off the movie which is based off the game which will then be based off the movie ah, anyway the but the the whole thing is yeah it's that same thing the movie's coming out they want to make money off it so they have this game granted that being said the game does look pretty awesome. Um, Insomniac is bringing it back. It's one of the most memorable platform shooters of, maybe not of all time, but I know like a lot of people I know, they put it up there with stuff like Crash Bandicoot and all that sort of stuff. It's a game that people remember. That um, was so good. Yeah. Slay, I know Aaron, I is, Crash Bandicoot Aaron is a huge fan of Crash Bandicoot. You have no idea. But I, I, Personally, I... You know, I I don't know. Like, I kind of see Ratchet and Clank. You know, it's Sly Cooper, but that's just me. Oh, maybe. I love Sly Cooper. Actually, those. Oh yeah, I, I can't I can't wait for the movie to come out. But yeah, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. But I remember, like, because back in the day when this came out, this game was like all I said, Crash Bandicoot. Those, those old platformer games were all the rage, and it's kind of cool to see them making, kind of making a comeback, and that they're just making the game dive deeper into the character. So for those who don't know, like this game basically sort of spans all the Ratchet and Clank series and just goes deeper into the origins of Ratchet and Clank. It's a- uh... oh, Right on cue. <laughs> I just me- mentioned Crash Bandicoot. Aaron is right there. Yep, yep. Oh dear. What's that, what's that fucking, fucking meme of the guy pushing through the crowd? Did somebody say? <laughs> Shut up and take my money. It's like, it's a crash. <laughs> but yeah, so um, for those of you who have never played the game, by the way, you play the game as Ratchet, who's an anthropomorphic striped uh, Lombax who carries around oh. a robotic buddy, Clank. Uh, together they 
use various uh, weapons, technology, and upgrades, and go to different planets in the Solana Galaxy and thwart the Blarg race. I know this sounds like something out of a comic book, but it's a game. It's fun times. And they have to defeat the leader who is, uh, I believe, Supreme Executive Chairman Drek. So the game itself is kind of like quirky and funny and kind of pokes fun at itself in games of its like. Uh, you'll see that a lot, especially as you have this kind of friend-foe relationship with Captain Quark, who's like this other person who wants to be the protagonist, but just isn't quite as good as it as Ratchet, who's a little sort of underdoggy, but definitely a lot more like bitch on the hero. There's no denying it. Um, like I said, the game looks great. I'm, I'm interested in seeing the movie. We'll talk about that later, but I don't know what... I, we'll see how people react to it when it comes out, what reviews it gets. And the game comes out April 12th for the PS4. I don't know oh, when the movie comes out. I know it's later in April. Oh well, we'll we'll talk about Ratchet and Clank when it gets there. Hopefully, yeah. they'll actually give us an actual release date because I haven't seen a release date since then. But maybe that's just I haven't really looked for one. But yeah, Ratchet and Clank. I saw a Let's Play of Ratchet and Clank uh, by the Super Gaming Brothers. And for those of you who don't know, I am a fan of Let's Players. I understand that a lot of furries are turned off by the fact that, oh, Let's Players take up the majority of YouTube because all of these people who are just doing, um, you know, animated videos by drawing and stuff, like, they don't really get a chance to shine. I'm like, dude, you have to look at the right crowd when it comes to Let's Players. There are better Let's Players than what you think, who are who just sit behind a computer, record themselves playing a video game, and screaming like a little bitch. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know what else to tell you that. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> but that's not everybody. That's not everybody who, who does. Not everyone does that. So... It's interesting that you mentioned that because actually there are animators I found because of Let's Players. Um, people will animate stuff like, uh, I, I know I, I plug them a lot, but everyone knows them. Like Markiplier has a bunch of animated videos. I've looked into the animators that do little animated shorts from his Let's Plays and shit. Same with uh, Game Grumps and C-Nanners and uh, Gassy Mexican. And I watch these oh. things and I find really cool animators. I watch their shit. It's like, well, their shit is fucking on top. And, yeah. So, but, but what I don't understand is like people always say, well... You know, like, people always make the argument, well, that's Let's Players are obviously making more profit off of YouTube because they upload a video every day. But at the same time, you also need to realize, do you know how much it takes to record? Do you know how much it takes time to, to especially edit and put all these, you know, additions to your you videos? To make it look all yes, I do. And I yeah, still don't do it as well yeah. as I do. It's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, not as, it's not as easy as you think it is. No, especially it's not. Especially since you all, especially since you have to, you know, uh, deal with all these copyright strikes. Mm -hmm. thank, thank you, billion dollar boy. <laughs> Actually, weirdly, <laughs> Fuck you. I've never had a strike with, with the, sh the shit I've done with gaming stuff. It's only been on this channel, but at the same time... Uh, wait until you play a Nintendo game. You'll see what happens. Oh, I don't have to worry. I'm oh, on Nintendo. I'm fine. <laughs> Uh, Earthbound. So, you'll be you'll be hearing from them, but anyway. Well, that doesn't make me want to play it. Sorry, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, uh, do you guys have any? The Ratchet, and, the Ratchet and Clank. Like I'm getting off topic. Ratchet and Clank. You know, I saw a Let's Play of the original game, so I, I'm going to be curious to see how exactly this one's going to play out. And I am curious to see the film myself. So we'll see what happens there. Mm -hmm. But you know. Yeah. Um, Zach, yeah, what? Miami never invites Scuffy to a hate talk because a, a, a hate talk. A hate talk. 
So that's pretty much what this this whole thing is. That's a sorry phone out of town. Okay, we'll talk about that off camera. I, I, don't let this go, Should Remember this, because I want to hear more about this later. I, I, I'm not, like, part of a hate group. I just have... I'm just of the minority when it comes to certain opinions that people of you the majority really not? like. What? You you can't, like, hook. It's like, you know what? You want to know my secret? I won't wait. I don't know what you're talking about. But Maybe yeah. he's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, God, is that, that even still a reference anymore? Do people still know what that is? is that, am I just that old? I I saw a meme Maybelline, but I'm not too sure where it's from. It's, it's an old commercial. Ah, oh, okay. And basically. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so, uh, Cruz, uh, should we? Thoughts? On... Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank. I have no that idea thing. what you're talking about. Did you even watch the trailers? You watched the trailers, right, Shuja? Here's a thought. On trailer, at first, I thought, ooh, that's a movie. Uh, it um, is going to be a movie. There's yeah. going to be a movie of it. It's kind of like a roller coaster move for me when I watch this trailer. Like when it's, when it's first pop up, it's like, ooh, movie. Awesome. Very. Yay. Oh, shit. It's a game. Well, they're making a movie of it, too. Boo. They're making a movie of Ratchet and Clank. Boo. Wait, what? He's saying boo. Boo. To, 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 to the game or the movie yeah. or both? I lost my interest. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that like Shujua is just both. half alive over there. He's trying <laughs> yeah, yeah. his damnedest, but I think he's like 10 steps away from the grave. And by the grave, I mean the bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not going to sleep anytime, Shuja. That's all I'm going to say. But all I have to say is, Ratchet and Clank. You know, we're not trying to bash Ratchet and Clank. I actually do respect it as a as a actually, series, even though I haven't played it. I have a PS4. No, too bad. Yeah, what, PS4 doesn't have backwards compatibility. Is this one only coming out on PS4, or is any different console is going to come out? No, just PS4, like Scarpy said. Uh, so that's when I have to buy a PS4 to play this game? God damn it. Yeah, basically. I mean, like, I don't have a PS4, but the game, I remember the old series, and it looks really cool. I'm not going to be able to get this because I'm not going to put the money for a PS4. I have a PS4, honestly. Oh, yay. E3, we know. E3 really needs to make backwards compatibility because I am, I, I'm sorry, but I am literally bored out of my mind with it. They, they don't have enough good games. The PS3 has way more better video games to play than the PS4 currently does as its own system. Okay. And, if, and, if P and if Sony is going to make a PS4.5 for backwards compatibility, I'm sorry. I'm going to be really pissed off. <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but that's all I can say. I, I could. I can understand yeah. that. Yeah. Cruz, but, any uh, thoughts? I think we skipped over Cruz, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um... I got I I I know what I okay I haven't played Ratchet and Clank either but I know the name so well I'm surprised I haven't mm -hmm. but you know you've mentioned uh, what's his name Sly Cooper and uh, oh, uh, Crash those are both those are both ones and I've oh, played yeah. a little I had so that's I all I know about that I honestly never played Crash Bandicoot until like I think two years ago and it's because Shiny had all the games so he's like hey you gotta play these like. Okay, and I wound up just playing, playing. Those. Okay. <laughs> oh gosh. 
So, yeah. All right. Um, moving on from that. But wait. Fallout 4 Waste. Didn't we do this in, like, the last episode? Oh, no, no, no. That was a different... Sorry. That was a different deal. So, um... Yeah, let me grab the grab the link and put it on the chat. But so I was talking uh, one of the last shows we did. It might have been the the very last show. I don't remember. I don't remember things. But uh, Fallout Four has been coming out DLC, and they're doing it like for every month for the next X amount of months. So the one before I can't. It was something about customizing robots. I don't remember the name. This one's called Wasteland Workshop. Um, <coughs> So, yeah, Bethesda's pumping these out because, A, we can get more money, and, B, it's actually kind of weird, cool customization. So, in April uh, this month, we have uh, this next bit for Fallout 4 fans. There's a DLC that allows you to basically make a home in the post-apocalyptic world that's sort of similar to, for any of you kids who remember MTV's Cribs, you're basically making a death trap post-apocalyptic Cribs home. You can build whatever you want. Uh, you have to scavenge the materials, I'm sure. You customize your home with electronics, amenities, booby traps, uh, guard wasteland creatures. Yes, you can tame a death claw and have it be your guard dog. You can farm so you have fresh food, all sorts of shit to just make your ideal home that makes oh, the God. Commonwealth not quite so awful to live in. And the DLC comes out for all platforms PSC, uh, sorry, PC, PSC, PC, PS4, <laughs> and Xbox One. PS, P PSC. <laughs> also, also sending the master race. Yes, it's also coming to uh, April. Sorry, it's coming out on April twelfth, and now I'll let you guys talk. Well, to be honest, when I when I saw the trailer for Fallout Four, it just looks like any other sandbox game. True, to be I, honest, even though yeah. a little bit, but I know there's more to it than that. But I never played a single Fallout Four game, and I'm I'm terribly sorry. I did see the trailer for it, and upon seeing it, it looks interesting visually enough i don't understand unless i think this game is personally for the actual really hardcore fans yes. of fallout 4 yes definitely i agree you know but, what you know like, even i'm not a hardcore fan of forza fallout <clears throat> but like i can see myself just like come back from school and like the trailer playing through my head yep this is comfortable <laughs> Like feeling my own home, and saying, "Yep, I'm gonna catch on this guy and just release it, <laughs> and keep let people kill it." And say, "Oh, okay." But yeah, the, uh, the from what I can tell of the game, um, and I'll, I'll hand over to Cruz in a sec. But my main thing is, yeah, I agree with Scarfy. It's very much for the person who's very into uh, the Fallout Four series or into the Fallout series, and they wanna. It's a cool idea because you can build your home like that. It looks like you can also build like other. Buildings like they mentioned, like building an arena. Maybe someone, it's some NPC that's built the little arena area for like uh, fucking gladiator like battles. And it's it's a cool idea. I have no issue with that. It's just, it seems like same thing with the customization of robots. All these DLCs are obvious little cash grabs. Like, hey, here's this cool little thing that you can fuck around with. And in probably a max of maybe 20 hours of gameplay time, you're going to be bored as hell with. <laughs> and that's including the time you go around to scavenge for all the parts and all the shit you need. But, you know, more power to them. This is stuff that people like. They'll eat it up like any other beautifully labeled consumable item. And they'll have some fun for a bit. So I suppose. It's I don't... not too expensive. I think it's like... I think, I'll think i look up the price. You go ahead and talk, say what you're going to say, Scarfy. I was going to say, like, Fallout 4 has, like, one of those fan bases where... 
you know, people just love Fallout to death, and um, oh, I do. I actually love it. I'm not. I'm not. The, unfortunately, I'm not the biggest FPS guy, so. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's FPS, but it's also got a story. And the one thing they do, which is smart, is they make it so. That's what the the Vats. I think I'm trying to remember if it's Vats or Sats. I don't know. Why I can't think of it. But the, the you have the slow motion lock lock on sequence. So if you suck at shooting, you'll still be able to enjoy the game. But because it, it just it basically matrix slows down everything for you to shoot at it for a limited amount of time. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah yeah. So, but I, I like the Fallout games. I have that same condition, yeah. Like, I, I like playing the FPS games, but sometimes I just, you know, just walk into death. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like, oh, okay, I did not see that coming. Sometimes I, like, uh, I, I mentioned a while ago, Battlefield 4, I tried to shoot down, you know, an airplane off a carrier to crush other people, but I didn't realize that it was actually right above me. Mm-hmm. So I killed myself with it. <laughs> Uh, by the way, thank you, Nero. It is it is yeah. Vats. It is indeed Vats. Um, and I want to say it's Vats. Five, it's five dollars for any of the for at least this expansion. And I'm cruising. Oh, so you so you have to own the game, and then you also have to buy the DLC that comes with it. Yes, that's True. how okay. that's how DLCs usually work. There are a few that that's an exception, but usually right. you need the main game. One thing I want to say with Cruise's story, I don't know if I told you guys. So like, this is off topic, but it'll take less than two minutes. I had a, a character that I was doing my first uh, Fallout run with, and I was playing the game. I was probably even doing like 30 hours worth of gameplay, and I realized something about him, and I, I grabbed Shiny. It's like, I realized something about my character. What? So he's a sucky shot, but he doesn't <laughs> miss. He just hits something else. And he's like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like, watch. So I go into, go into bats, I lock onto someone's head, and I shoot at them with an anti-tank gun, and it misses. And it's like, <laughs> so you miss. Wait for it. There's a car right behind the person. I didn't know it was there. The cars, uh, sure. when you shoot them, they explode like a nuclear blast. It was surrounded with other cars. So not one bullet missing that first raider. I took out the entire raider camp. And uh, I was just like, I don't fucking know. Everything went better know. than expected. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the best thing ever. Oh, gosh. Anyway, other thoughts about that? Or are we moving on to the next? I Yeah, uh, that's it for me. Typical game, but you know, a lot of people really like Fallout, so maybe it'll appeal to you guys. Yeah. I was wondering, is, is it like uh, going to be like put in the game, or is it just like a separate? Yes, yes. Activity. You, you, you I, I don't know how you scavenge for the materials to build if you need to. I'm sure you do. I'm sure they put them in different parts, or you buy them at shops or some crap. But yeah, it's it's the ba- you can build your home wherever. It does makes sense anywhere cool. in the map. So now that's what I was, that's what I would like to do. Just build like a badass house out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. All right. Shudra, do you have any closing thoughts before we move to the next one? Mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts on the Fallout Doomsday house building cribs MTV craziness before we move to the next game? Well, first of all, I I didn't own Fallout Four now Four yet because I don't well, either. Actually, I just played three and new. Games. I hate the game. Really? I love that game. I hated how it no, ended. No, 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 not because of the content. Uh-huh. Just because it's so much bug. I don't know. It's just like when it's first launched out, I know they fix it, but now it's just, I just, it's just kill it for me. What did I'm you like, play it on? What system? Uh, PC, and it's just like, it's not even let me go to the start screen of the game yet, and it's crashed already. I was like, uh... 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this game not allowed me to play. Cool. Apparently, uh, yeah. Apparently, Nero says you scrape stuff up from area like metal and stuff. So that's how you get the stuff. All right. But yeah, I, I can understand that. But I like I like how it's turned now. I like the DLC, but I wonder. I can download this, and when I on. My trip to visiting my parent, well, I can you, play. You need, the, you need the, the original game, too. You can't just download the DLC. Yeah, I know. Oh. I can just okay. rebuy the game, but let me say, yeah, but I like StarCraft more. <laughs> Damn, they just come out with new DLC. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's and how I they get you. I love that, too. While the hype is still strong, they try to put as much DLC as possible. All right, I'm going to jump to the next one so we're not up all, all night. Um, the next game I have is called Bravely Second, uh, Enlayer. And so I didn't hear much about this game originally and looking through it. Um, I, I, I stumbled across, it feels like JRPG games come out of the woodworks all the time. And they're usually about sort of the same thing. This one is, uh, is a game that's actually already released in Japan Sometime in February last year it came out, and then in Europe and Australia a year after, so about this February. Uh, Bravely Second End Layers is a single-player turn-based JRPG, so throwback to the classic style JRPGs. It features gorgeous cutscenes, the usual trope of, you know, holy good versus profane evil, and it's basically another square enix rpg um i just want to put it out there because i know a lot of people i used to really love these types of games a lot of people i know still love these games and if any of you played bravely default this is basically a sequel to that game it picks up um with uh tiz Arier, i believe his name or tease Arier, who's just woken from a coma and was rescued by magnolia arch who is and i'm not kidding about this maybe this is a thing in the first one but it still kills me she is the last member of the ball busters which to me is hilarious for multiple reasons. The main one is, of course, <laughs> ha 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 balls and everything. Of, huh? Go ahead. Reminds me of an ACDC ball breaker. <laughs> but the thing, of. it's like the fact that it's like it's ball spelled B A comma A L. And I don't mean to get too like fucking up my own ass in education or religious knowledge, but um, ball or bale, as it's sometimes pronounced, is uh, was a false god from the Bible. So it's that holy good versus evil, and there's a lot of like clerical characters and people from uh, uh, an obvious like Christian-ish religious institution, very Catholic in its design and everything, in uh, Western European. But the fact that it's like you use the false god as the name for these monsters was kind of a. It, it's cool to see they do their them do their research, but it's also interesting to see just how obsessed. Your Square Enix's writers or just Japan is because a lot of animes have this too with the with Christian and Catholic lore and stories. It's just like really cool. They really weird but cool to see how how often it shows up as a theme in games, anime, manga, all those things. Um, I have to give them credit for this game so far because it's it seemed to have gone over really well in other countries. Uh, the two heroes you have eventually join up with two more characters. Uh, you, Gene- I think it's uh, Geneologia, or Geneologia, but I cannot pronounce that name for the life of me, who's an orthodoxy swordsman, which seems like a oxymoron, but we'll get into that some other time. And Eddie Lee, who is the leader of uh, Eternia's Imperial Guards, and is apparently like a longtime friend of the main character from before. They're going to basically rescue Agnes Oblige, who's like the equivalent of the Pope, who's been 
kidnapped by Kaiser Oblivion, which is such a basic bitch evil villain name, I can't even get started on it. <laughs> but uh, like I said, as fantastic reviews in the country has been released on, the graphics look great. It's your usual spell, attack, item, throwing, RPG, turn-based. Uh, it's basically what everything, you know, for anyone's played the Final Fantasy games, because that's what the standard for these types of games are, all the way up to Final Fantasy X. It's that same sort of genre. It, the genre's never died for a reason. People still like playing it, and it's coming out for the 3DS in April 15th. I admittedly don't have 3DS, and even if I did, I probably wouldn't play this game because I'm just not into those games anymore. But that's not to say there's anything bad about it, and it's definitely worth giving a look. So, Thoughts? Okay, this game, when I watch it, the trailer, I say, ooh, this is going to be good. Mm -hmm. But then it turns into like turn-based attack game, where it's like, ah, oh, I hate this. <laughs> I'm never good at base turns attack, period. <laughs> Somehow I always screw up, uh, screw, mess up all of the game. I don't know why, especially that. So... I feel like this would be something that Scuffy really loves. Right, Scuffy? Right. Making that SpongeBob. You like Krabby Patties, don't you, Squidward Face? <laughs> you like Krabby Patties. Scuffy, what do you, do you have a rebuttal? Scuffy, do you have a rebuttal? Did we lose you? No! No! Okay, well, um, we'll see what happened with him in a bit. Cruz, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's like, I kind of sort of got sidetracked, like, thinking about all the games sort of related to this. Yeah, but, like, yeah. Uh, we were talking about that earlier today, uh, something like uh, Ball. Ball? Um, yeah, Ball. Yeah. Ball! Ball. <laughs> ball! Ball. God. But, um, I don't know. It, yeah, I'll probably. I mean, if I have money, I'll check this out. If I have money. Do you have a 3DS? I do. You do? Okay. I mean, like, it, it seems like a cool game. My main issue with games like this is, especially nowadays, it, it, it reverts back much like Final Fantasy VII. I hate to keep coming back to that. To this Hello. Yo. Welcome back. Sorry about that. Okay. Sorry about that. Where are we? Um, We're talking about Bravely Second, which is a JRPG. Nice. But it's very reminiscent of, like, if anyone who played Final Fantasy VII or goes back and plays the original, when you're in combat, and hmm. actually even the combat's low res, like, it annoys me that cutscenes are beautiful 3D anime-style Japanese graphics, and then you get to the walking around fighting scenes, and it's like this fucking, like, I've seen n no hate for Nintendo Miis, but it's like, it's basically like you're playing a world full of Nintendo Miis. It's like, what the fuck is this? What, where did the beautiful graphics go? Did like, yeah, which is like, oh my god, this is a so Well, well, to be honest, like, I think this is the same animation style that they did when they made Final Fantasy IV on the Nintendo DS, just enhanced some. I, yeah, well, I can see that. By the way, apparently you scared the crap out of Nero when you just jumped in all of a sudden. I'm sorry, I'll have to... <laughs> I apologize. Just make a disclaimer on our podcast. Say may may cause jump scares and or aneurysms and or other health problems. <laughs> Just completely blanket term ourselves from any liability that could possibly happen. I like it. Yeah, pretty much. Rip headphone users. So, did you already like go over its release date or no? You're yes, still yes, talking April about 15th. it. Yes, April fifteenth. Okay. Yeah. 
So, you know, there was, there was this one character, I can't believe the, there was, like, Magnolia Arch is the last member of the Ball Busters, <laughs> like, and yeah, Ball is, Bal is talked about in the Bible, yeah. so, which I have read, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, same here. Um, basically, it's, uh, I think it's the, uh, the god that they, the false god that they worship when the prophet Elijah challenges, you know, um, the prophets of Baal to make an altar, and Elijah ends up winning with, yep. uh, you know, with all that other statue stuff. of, uh, was it a lamb? Do you remember? It was a, <clears throat> I believe it was a cow. Oh, they put a cow. Out, That's right. You're right. You're right. They yeah. put a calf on for for an offering, and Elijah pours water uh, onto the cow, raining bowls of fire, and the fire ends up licking up the water. Yep. It's kind of interesting, yep. but you know. But I'm not here to talk about Bible. I, I just think it's like one of the, you know, greatest aspects of the entire. It's a clever play game. on words. Like I was really, I was talking about that, and I, you might have been away from this, but we we're talking, mentioning, um, which I thought you would have found interesting, is the whole how Japan's is really interested in Christian lore and Christian, like in biblical stories, and in especially in mostly like stereotypical older Catholic dress. Um, ideology and everything, and just su- supplants that into anime and video games and manga and shit, like, like uh, the, the Chrono Crusade. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the yeah, I was about to say that the Crusaders, <laughs> like Fire Emblem, all yeah. those other, like the the way the way they dress, like exactly, that's basically the same kind of armor and uniform. Mm-hmm. Which mm. Is badass to me. It is. It is. If like. All right. Well, that's yeah. That said, that's bravely second. The last game I have, I just wanted to throw. I like throwing shout out to the little weird indie games I see now and again. That I, I oh, real quick, yeah. real, real sorry, real quick on bravely second. Yeah, Square Square Enix, I love you. I'm still waiting for Kingdom Hearts three. Anyway, <laughs> fair. You you assume someone from Square Enix is listening, but you know what? That that's fair enough. Maybe someday they'll stumble across this, and that'll be the push they need to make it happen. So. <laughs> No, it's coming. It's just not as you know fast as we would like it to be. It's coming out as fast as that new Metallica album. There's still still waiting. The time <laughs> the time has passed. I would say it's like it's coming, just not as fast as we want it to be. It's like I've never heard a woman make that complaint. Or, but that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, anyway, one second. Um, so the last game is a little indie game called uh, Dear Red. It's the extended version. It came out. A while back and is fucking weird um for anyone who's done rpg maker style games or played an rpg maker based game it's one of those uh i saw it it kind of looks like um uh to the moon meets uh this other psycho killing game so i'm not i'm not too sure if uh I'm not too sure if you heard of it, but... No, not that one, but I know this game originally, the original Dear Red came out two years ago, and around that time, a lot of the RPG Maker games were starting to get some hype. Most notably, which was played by pretty much every single YouTuber ever, was a game called Always Sometimes Monsters, which right. I've, I've, I've played the game. The game's all right. It's cool because it's like it's one, one of those things that they input the RPG Maker a choice-based system. When you make certain choices, it affects the outcome. Which is always cool. Mm-hmm. The weird thing about this one is how black and white simplistic they made it and then still made it more complex. Because every choice you have is either you can tell the truth or tell a lie. 
that's all you get to choose, truth or lie. And the rest of the time, I guess you get to do stuff and go on uh, little side quests and little missions and stuff. But depending on each and every decision, that will change the inevitable end of the story. So you have, like, drastically, just that one truth or lie changes everything that the game is about to go to. So if you're a fan of those types of games, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with this. Uh, a lot of fans requested this extension from the original. The people who played it, they just loved it. And it's like, oh, please make an extension. So the guy's like, yeah, fuck it. And, I, and he did it. Um, the game's coming out also April 12th. April 12th seems to be a big day for games uh, this week. So if you're up for a little bit of a mind trip and you like psychological thrillers and weird little like low-res RPG games, I mean, this seems like something for you guys. So You know what? what? When I see the trailer of that game, I say, Oh my god, please do not be another Pokemon game. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I know this kind of like zero, uh, zero time. Why, why would it look like a Pokemon game? It's like pixel art. Yeah, but Pokemon has a different style. But Should you just push the Pokemon button and Scar... It was super effective against Scarfy. Super effective. Anyway, so Scarfy, what's next? Uh, Cruz, did you have thoughts? Did you say have something you want to say about this? I, actually, I, I, I don't. Nothing? That's fine. So what's next, Scarfy? Um, well, that would have been nice if you did a transition into mine, but that, oh. that's fine. Oh, wow. Aren't you, aren't you sorry, sorry. I'm a little... I'm, I want to be a little artsy, but... <laughs> Let him be artsy fartsy. I know, I know. I've ruined, I'm ruining his creative flow. No. But anyway, um, now that you mentioned it, uh, let's let's get on with movies. Our first movie is Sing Street. It's a 2016 musical comedy drama film written, produced, and directed by John Carney. The film stars Lucy Boynton, Maria Doyle Kennedy, Jack Rayner, Kelly Thornton, and Ferdia Walsh-Pilot. The film stars about a boy growing up in Dublin, uh, uh, during the 1980s, who escapes his strained family life by starting a band and moving to London while trying to impress a girl at the same time. The film had its world premiere at the Sundance Film Festival on January 24, 26. Did you put it on the chat, Zach? Or... I'm working on it. Give me okay. Um, I went and saw a film called Hello, My Name is Doris with, a, with My Grandparents, a film that we didn't necessarily make it as a topic of our show. And while independent the film is, I must confess, it's actually pretty good. But I'm getting off topic here. I saw the trailer when I saw, when I, when I was watching the film, and from the looks of it, it looks kind of cool, but that's just it. It's one of those films. And what I mean is it's not only the people who are hardcore indie buffs are going to like something like this, but perhaps it's something you enjoy. Either way, it was released in Ireland on March 17th and will be released in the United States on April 15th and in the, and in the United Kingdom on May 20th. So honestly, I don't know what to think of this film. I mean, like, I, I saw it, but I saw the trailer. It looks super... It looks okay. I mean, like, I, I wish I had more to say about it, but, you know, it's just one of those films where it's like, uh, it, it doesn't really appeal my interest as much as, you know, other people are going to like it. But that might be because a lot of people really like, uh, some people are, like, independent films, but I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, what like what I saw from the uh, trailer, it seems it it seems to have on the same path as you know um, across not 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 as good as these films, most likely, but you know across the universe and God save the girl or God help the girl. Um, it's a very you know like um, through music something happens is basically the whole thing with a small love story in it. It's just a younger cast this time around but it doesn't look bad it looks very artsy but mm. it's not like it's definitely not my my favorite one that i've seen for this week from anything so that's my thoughts yeah i mean uh, what do you think uh cruise shuja what yeah. uh shuja shuja i love you but Sorry, you gosh. you gotta pay attention okay you're dead you're dead, I'm kid. I'm and I drop out like for like five oh, minutes. Okay. Um, right. Basically, do you, do you see the uh, the trailer for Sing Street? Sing Street. Okay. Yes. What do you think of it? Any thoughts? Any pros, cons? Yeah. What the fuck is this? Quick question: If this stereotype mean to say this similar to High School Musical? Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way. That's a good little thing to amount it to. I can see that. Because I watched the trailer, okay, High School Musical is like non-curse word, more like teenager. This is like, yeah, you fuck you too, man. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay. I, to me, music, movie, I don't know, what, whatever you call it, is never really appealing to me. Unless Disney make it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna understand that. But you gotta admit, Disney make a really catchy music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just find yourself singing along with Disney music. I, I, I don't know why. So, uh, I might check this out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I will give it a try. Fair enough. I mean, and like... no, I'm not gonna go watch the other film. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what about you, Cruz? What are your thoughts on Sing Street? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't like to be like, you know, I, oh, I just sweep this one aside. But it's like, there's some movies I'm like, there there would be like, I call like a downtime movie. Like, this is something I wouldn't go out to see. I would just You'd see wait it it's like, TV. oh, yeah, this yeah. is a movie. Okay, I'll see it now. That's hmm. one of these. It's one of those films, like you said. Fair enough. All right. Yeah, fair enough. There. Uh, what's uh, cruise, cruise? What is going on? It's, people in the background. That's... Yeah. There's yeah. Yeah. You gotta. Oh God. Actually, I. I well, why don't you just like what you think you can do is you can just go to. Uh, Go ahead and mute your mic through Hangouts until you you want to say something. That way, you don't have the background stuff if you want to. Yeah. Honestly, it's not that it's distracting, but I'm scared the children. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, you know, it, is that all what you think of this movie? Because I I just it looks all right to me. Like yeah. Unless what else you got? Somebody less into. All right. Well. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. It's just one of those days. Anyway, let's get on with our next film. Our next film, uh, Barbershop, The Next Cut. It's an upcoming 2016 American comedy film directed by Malcolm D. Lee and his directed sequel to the 2004 film Barbershop 2, Back in Business, and the fourth film in the Barbershop film series following the 2002 original Barbershop film and the 2005 spinoff Beauty Shop. It's been more than 10 years since our last appointment at Calvin's Barbershop. Calvin, played by Ice Cube, and his longtime crew, including Eddie, Cedric the Entertainer, are still there, but the shop has gone under some major changes. Most noticeably, our once male-dominated sanctuary is now co-ed. The ladies bring their own flavor, drama and gossip to the shop, uh, challenging the fellas at every turn. Despite the good times and camaraderie within the shop, the surrounding community has taken a turn for the worse, forcing Calvin and our crew to come together to not only save the shop, but their neighborhood. Unfortunately for me, I have not seen a single film of the Barbershop comedy series, so unfortunately, I have very little say regarding this film, but perhaps it's a film you like to try out if you're interested in possibly Ghetto or whatever. It's scheduled to be released on April 15, 2016. <laughs> That's that's really all I got. I I, if you're, if you're I, I apologize if I am offending anyone who's African American, but I'm sorry. They 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 you 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 want ghetto entertainment? You got it. That's what you got. All right. Well, if you guys want your, I have thoughts on this. So you got, I'll let uh, Cruz and Trisha go first. <clears throat> if if you have any thoughts. Um. Uh... I, I've seen nothing but the poster for this, but I think, uh, I don't know, I, I, I find I like Ice Cube in uh, movies. Like, I, I've, I've seen, like, was it? Uh, Friday. Are we, are we there yet? Are we done oh, yet? are we yeah, there Friday? yet? Was the Damn! Yeah. <laughs> Damn! I, you I got to fuck out! Friday was one of my, and I'll get to why in a bit, but Friday is one of my favorite movies. And there's actually something that's very interesting about this movie on Friday that I'll, I'll talk on in a bit, but I totally agree. Oh, really? Mm hmm. Stop being a poppy pooper. I'm not being a party pooper. I'm. Yes, judging. you are. No, I'm not. What about you, Shudra? Do you have any thoughts on this movie? Have you seen Friday, Shudra? Do you know I haven't seen Friday. Do you, you have neither, Scarfy? What about you, Shudder? No. Uh, sadly, I didn't see it, but this movie sparks my interest particularly really? because I, I swear to God, I see, I met one of the guy in that movie. I say, oh. I swear to God, I say, David, well, how come I see, you look so fucking familiar? <laughs> I see that. Yeah. But and then Nicki Minaj just have to be show up. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't. Okay, I don't well, like Nicki Minaj at all. see you. Please, just please, Nicki Minaj, just, just, just die. I don't. Now, I please. hate her music, but Nicki Minaj. <laughs> but the Why? weird thing that I was gonna say about this and Friday, and something that so many people overlook, and I, I hate to sound holier than that, but especially us white people, especially people that live in decent areas and decent neighborhoods, like. It's comedic and yet laughing. It's like a lot of the shit they're touching on is really serious stuff that we can't relate to because we don't live in that shit. Yeah, yes, but it's ser it's serious stuff, but it's also stereotypical stuff. That's the problem. Oh no, murder on the streets is so stereotypical. Uh, no, Let's no, not no, think no. about it. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> what you're saying right now. But like, it's no, it's, no, it's just it's just the whole attitude, like what they talk about, what kind of subjects they're talking about, all that kind of stuff. It's a weirdly like it's not the best movie in the world, and it depends on how you want to live. But it's a weirdly cool like delve into that 
in a culture that we're not going to really experience. We're not going to really know what it's like to be through that. And yeah, that's sort of when you live in a place like that, in in time, like an area like that, that's basically what you got to kind of wind up doing. It's like you got to sort of like laugh and roll with it because the only reason you're there is you can't fucking afford to leave. That's right. That's usually the reason people are yeah. in shitty neighborhoods. And so it's like, yeah, this is yeah. this does connect with that that culture. Not because we're being like, oh, well, you know, this is stereotypical black people. It's like, no, this is actually sort of what kind of happens in those areas. Like people band together and have to deal with these problems and they have this sort of like closer culture where they get to talk with each other. They This sort of shit is a, a, obviously a little bit of an over-exaggeration, but this is shit that happens. This is that life. This isn't just, you know, something we just say, it's like, oh, it's just some black exploitation. This is like farthest from black exploitation you can get. Right. So, but that's the reason I actually like it. I would actually love to watch this movie because it reminds me so much of Friday that kind of like opened my eyes to that thing. Yeah. Because one so, thing- So Friday is actually one of your favorite movies of all time. No, not that. I would never say it's one of my favorites just because it's, it is still a little crazy, a little weird. I do really like it, but like maybe top 15, not top five or 10. But mm. one of the things I remember that sat with me, because everyone's like, oh, I was laughing, blah, blah, blah. There's a scene in Friday that you guys might not remember because it's not that memorable. We were sitting, uh, Smokey and whoever Ice Cube was playing. I can't remember. This. Is it Tyrone? No, Tyrone is a big fucking bruiser, dude. But anyway, they're, um, yeah. they're sitting out on the porch and fucking there's a car that's slowly driving by and they go, why is that car driving so slow? Why are the windows say, drive by? And they just jump down and hit the deck, and the car just rolls off. And then, yeah, it's done. And then, then it goes to the next scene. It's like, think of how fucking scary that is. Think of a life where if you sit and you don't realize that happened, you're going to get fucking shot just because gangbangers want to fucking kill somebody. Yeah. And it's like, that's fucking, yeah, we laugh, but it's like, that's fucking scary. It's like how nonchalantly they deal with it. But I don't know. It just seems stereotypical whenever, like, you know, uh, films are made with African Americans, be like you know, and they act ghetto and all and all that. Just stereotypical. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure stuff actually happens like that. I'm just, you know, I mean, what else can I say? I guess, but at the same time, like the way we're talking right now, it's like I've met people that make fun of the shit that white people do, and yeah, white, I, white people are my favorite thing to make fun of. We're fucking. We are so basic. But yeah, so it, it is. But it's, it's honestly like a different culture. It's like, oh, it's stereotypical. It's like, well, we fall into stereotypes too. Everyone's a stereotype of inevitably. Because right. everyone knows how other groups function for the most part. Furries of stereotypes. <laughs> and a lot of them live by it. It's not always True. an over-saturation. Yeah, yeah, you do have a point. But yeah, but anyway, I, sorry. But anyway, I, I got nothing for this one. Uh, but um, do you think we should move on? Sure, sure, sure. Let's go. All right. Uh, our next film is a film called Criminal. It's an upcoming American action thriller drama film directed by Ariel Vroman and written by Douglas Cook and David Weisberg. The film is about an ex-con who is implanted with a dead CIA agent's memories to finish an assignment. The film stars Kevin Costner, Gary Oldman, Tommy Lee Jones, Gal Gadot, and Ryan, and Ryan Reynolds, respectively. I will have to say... The film looks really interesting. At first, it seemed like a very negative action-packed thriller, but with the music leaving us on a major key, I will have to say, I kind of want to see how this film, if it will be any good, especially with the A-list cast it has, which possibly makes it all the worthwhile to go see it. And if you're interested, the film will be released on April 15th, 2016. 
Oh, I mean, like, I did not put the link. I'm sorry, because I, I was actually do. really excited about this one. I want to talk about this one with you. So go oh, ahead. you do. I, I you do. Yeah, yeah. I've got my reasons. Oh, okay. Well, personally, I I like it because I like the A-list cast that it's that it currently has in it. I I and Gary Oldman, Tommy Lee Jones, and Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds. You know, I mean, like, I can't really just. I don't know. Well, I mean, like for me, hold on for a second. Uh, ba, ba, ba. There we go. Well, that's, uh, sorry, I lost my thought for a second. But the weird thing is it, it threw me. Like when I was watching, I saw how it was starting. I was like, oh God, it's going to be one of the, like I kind of figured I knew what the film was going to be about. It's going to be the so, sociopathic or I guess psychopathic because there's violence if, for any of you who know personality disorders and all that shit well enough. Um, like tendencies of a criminal. And just get into that. It's like, I've heard this shit before. I've seen this shit. This isn't an original movie. And then they do the weird shit. It's like, oh, we're putting someone else's mind in yours. And I was mm-hmm. like, wait, what? And then it's him feeling emotions because of these new, where the, basically, obviously, I don't think we have the technology to truly do this that well. But it's like the new, the changes in neurological processes and chemical balances. Like, now I kind of understand empathy and sympathy and these real feelings that I didn't have before because I had this chemical imbalance. Like, that's kind of fucking cool. And then seeing him evolve, like it feels. The one thing I will say is, I feel like the movie's not going to be better than the trailer. Yeah. I feel like the trailer did all the big points. Every every see. Liam Neeson movie ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I think that's the issue. I like the story, but I feel like it's already shot its load early, and we're just like, it's not going to be great in theaters unless, except for the explosions that happen. And <laughs> if I want to see explosions, I can go online. So yeah. Right. <laughs> you, you just like, had to bring for the explosion, <laughs> and then He's, Michael Bay coming. <laughs> uh, I hate Michael Bay. Um, oh God. Um, oh, okay. That's all I have. Uh, Cruise Shuttle. Thoughts? Hmm? Do you guys have thoughts on Criminal? Criminal. You know, you sound like we're talking politics right now. You know that? We're <laughs> talking over the criminal. Oh, come on. So, we're not that smart. So, Sen- Senator Shudra, the, the floor is open to you. Please, please mm-hmm. make your, your opening remarks. Yeah. All right, but seriously, do you have any thoughts on it? Uh, I'm never really a fan of action i guess i know i'm more like comedy uh, uh watching guy right and action is like if it's like too going too deaf i just like, uh what mm-hmm. and i like it like like you say i i, I like explosion it's sort of like like i don't give a damn sorry for my language but i don't give a damn Man, I've, been, I've been swearing this whole uh, podcast. What are you talking about? Sorry, go ahead. And you stop shouting so loud. I'm not yelling. Don't worry. <laughs> That's cute. But well, what about you, Chris? Yeah, I, I, yeah. This is a. Uh, of course, I, I, I say, Liam, the every Liam Neeson yeah, movie, yeah, like yeah. as a, I, I like. That, I mean, it's not like innovative, but it's like I'll see it because it's a good time. It's 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 fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I right. like this kind of movie. No, you, know, you do. You think you'll see it? Hmm? 
You said you I'll see. Be- I'll see it if it's interesting and if it has a good enough rating worth seeing. I mean, I can only name a few films hey, that I actually. A film by rating. Uh, crew, I, Shuja, you know, boo. Sometimes all boo. the sometimes all the ratings boo. on online are pretty true. Sometimes, yeah, but sometimes. I was, I was asking so Cruz, you're you're interested in these kind of movies, so you think you'd be more inclined to see it? Yeah. Okay, cool. kind of, I yes. think that's the first like proper. Yeah, it actually, from what I've heard so far, I'd be more than interested. Other than I need more proof for what we've been saying. So okay, cool. Well, we got one out for for it. it. Every single movie is coming out on April 15th. God damn it. It's sort of like the April 12th for movies that video games had. It's like, this is the day to release everything. But, right. Let's release every single thing so yeah. they can go watch this all in one day. All right. Well, Let's do you want me to move on to the next film? Sure, sure. All right. Our next film is a film called Green Room. It's a 2015 American horror thriller film written and directed by Jeremy Saulnier. The film stars Anton Yelchin, Ima Gunn Poots, and Patrick Stewart. Filming began in October 24th, uh, began in October 2014 in Portland, Oregon. It was screened in the director's Fortnite section at the 2015 Cannes Film Festival. First off, it's pretty badass that they play a cover of Creedence Clearwater's Clearwater's Clearwater Revival's Bad Moon Rising because now I'm really stoked to see how this film is going to play out. Mm-hmm. A punk rock band witnesses a murder in a venue run by white supremacists and are forced to fight for survival against the supremacists who are intent on covering up the crime. The film is scheduled to be released in a limited release on April 15, 2016 before opening wide in April 29th, 2016 by A24 Films. But since the film is being released, albeit on the small side, what better way to talk about it than now? Fair enough. You know, uh, personally, I saw it. It looks interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I like their read. I, I will say, the only thing, it's a cool story. It's a cool idea. I really like their the re, redo of Creedence Clearwater Revival's Bad Moon Rising because I've seen a bunch of, I, I played it with the band. I like the song. I like Creedence Clearwater. But I'm, I will not watch this movie, not because it's bad, but I just don't like these types of movies. Like, it's a cool story and everything. I just really don't like these types of movies. Are, are they like, is it because it's a horror film? Or? No, I don't like horror films either because either I make fun of it the whole time, but like in this one. I yeah, like, I don't like horror films, honestly, because like, oh, it's a jump scare. I'm, I'm counting on it. It's coming. Like the audience is reacting. A jump scare is coming. I can right. tell it's coming. But even without that, it's like, like I've, I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's sort of like Saw and everything else. Like I don't get. It's I just can't like get a, my thrills watching people die. I don't. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I do. Mean, Kitty. So what I'm, not that? Saying, I'm not saying I do, but. But but you like it's like well, it's not like from that person. Now that I'm like, <laughs> oh well, you're this that, or the other. But like what like from your perspective? Because I have some friends that have told me their reasons for liking you know horror movies, and there's more of a horror thriller really because you're rooting for them to get out. And I understand that, and that's the sort of build yeah. people get. But for me, it's just like. I guess I either have too little or too much empathy because either I completely shut off from these movies. I think if I was in that situation, this is what I do differently. Versus if I was in a situation, I lost these people. Like I couldn't imagine being th- going through that. I really uh, couldn't. I, I couldn't imagine it either. Like wondering exactly how exactly this film is going to be, and just you know. But uh, but yeah. Uh, did you like the film trailer, Cruz? Yeah, well, I'm green room. 
Yeah, green room, green room. Uh, you had thoughts earlier. I mean, I don't know. It just it kind of kind of seemed like the uh, not just not like blatantly saw, but like one of those got to get out alive kind of things, which is, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's I I don't hate it, but it's like there's only so much you can get out of it. I'm more of like a horror, a fan of horrors like uh, The Conjuring, something that's more like that just creates a spooky atmosphere. It's not about jump scares. Because mm-hmm. jump scares are stupid in and of themselves. Yeah, yeah. But well jump, well, jump scares just yeah. happen all the time, and it's not really yeah. that great I mean, of a scare. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. In the, the, there really hasn't been a jump scare that, that stopped me. Yeah. The, the, the scene, like... Uh, the the conjuring in the basement or the ball just comes out of nowhere and just rolls and like there's no one else in the basement that's like holy fuck get, i gotta get the fuck out of here <laughs> i was just like nope run nope. to the hills <laughs> what do you think what do you think shuja okay to be honest i'm sorry to say this act but like at first i'll get to that part first but, but like at first i thought this is like another similar movie to like uh, Sting uh, Street, huh? like so, like okay, it's another band trying to get out of town, trying to make them make the name of their own, and then shit just happens. Yeah, yeah. This is a, a perfect movie. It's just like yep, shit yep. just happens. Yep. Now, now I'm paying attention. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> shit just fucking picked up. Yeah, that's our thing. Yeah, so yeah. Like, at first, I see this band, and I'm like, oh my god. Can relate this is that he and shiny <laughs> look exactly like this and it's like oh no i don't want to relay anymore no i don't want this to happen to him ever <laughs> so it's like mm. I, to me i'm never really a horror fan so it's like okay mm-hmm. anybody it's... have some feeling this is like the maze runner Similar time. I I don't think I ever saw Maze Runner. I never saw the Maze Runner. I yeah. heard it was okay, but I'm not too sure. Like it was a decent movie. I, I read the book and saw the movie, so it was like uh, I I like the way they put um they they interpreted it, but it was yeah. not like I, I have to say, it was accurate. Kind of. <laughs> Stop making cute noises. Okay. Oh dear. But yeah, no. What were you? What were you gonna say? That. That's what they were gonna say. <laughs> okay. Wonder what that was from, but. Uh, somebody outside of my room shouting something. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. I yeah, cannot. Well, that. <laughs> Any other thoughts about this movie? No. Uh, I would like. To... I would try to see this movie with my brother because I know he's a fan of this. So I say, yeah. I don't know. I don't uh, know. Just give me all your popcorn. You enjoy this. I'm just yeah. gonna see how detailed this popcorn is. Right, right, right. Yep. <laughs> okay, that's a fun time. Yeah. Anyway, I know the next one is Scarfy favorite because he's been trying to get me to see it every single day. Yeah. Okay, so you want me to go on the next film? Sure. You want me to go on the next film? Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, 
The next film is a big one. I'm pretty sure a lot of fans and a lot of furries are uh, excited for this film. The Jungle Book. Uh, it's a 25. It's a uh, 2016 American fantasy adventure film directed by John Favreau, written by Justin Marks, and produced by Walt Disney Pictures. Based on Rudyard Kipling's eponymics collective collective works, the film is a live action CGI reimagining of Walt Disney's 1967 animated film of the same name, albeit more faithful to the original of Kipling's works. The film stars and introduces Neil Sethi as Mowgli and features the voices of Bill Murray, Ben Kingsley, Idris Elba, Lupita Nyong'o, Scarlett Johansson, Giancarlo Esposito, and Christopher Walken. And honestly, guys, this is where we have to stop talking because we'll be having an episode dedicated to talking about this film as well. That's an all-star lineup if I've ever seen one. Yeah, Yeah. Personally, I think it will be much more fulfilling, so please stay tuned. We have a ton to say about it, and I'm not sure a lot of people... And I'm sure a lot of people have already seen the 1967 classic, so quoting the plot is a little silly on my end. But for the random three of you who will ask, what's the Jungle Book about? All right, here it goes. A boy, or man-cub, as they call him, named Mowgli, is found and raised by a pack of wolves. Unfortunately, a tiger named Sher Khan has returned to the jungle and wants to do everything in his power to kill him. Thankfully, a panther named Bagheera travels with Mowgli to take him out of the jungle, coming across colorful characters along the way. The film is scheduled to be released on April 15, 2016, and there will be an episode dedicated to The Jungle Book on April 24th with, with a special guest of ours. Cool. So, yes, we'll be having a special guest appearance, and we'll be talking about this film at the very end. Personally, as for me, I was never the hugest Jungle Book fan, especially with the Disney original classic, unfortunately, but I know a lot of furries actually really enjoyed this film. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I I know that Zach really liked the fir- really liked the original Jungle Book. So I, I did. Well, it's something that, like looking yeah. back, it's still it's not like one of my all time favorites. My favorite was still Disney's Robin Hood. But my father and I watched it together a lot, so it has a really n- big nostalgic factor. And so it is a great film. I won't lie; it's a great film. So mm-hmm. I did like it. That's all I wrote uh, to say. Uh, what are you What are you thinking? Um, uh, uh, Cruz, what do you think about this film? Um, I was thinking, like, I don't know if it was you told me, but it seemed like this this one could easily be a bust. But to me, it looks like it looks a lot more promising now that I've seen the trailers. And mm-hmm. One of the things that I'm really concerned no, about, like, one of the things that I'm really concerned about is um, the voice acting. Not that I am, not that I am currently. Uh, um, you know, hindered by it, but at the same time, it's like I am kind of thinking that um, when it comes to the when it comes to the Jungle Book, it's like okay, like there are I, I see some actors that are really good for the roles that they are presented in, and there are some actors who are not, which I'll get into the later episode, which will be on the twenty twenty fourth. So. So we'll talk about that, and we'll also have a special guest to bring with us. But other than that, like, I yeah, um, you know, uh, it's the Jungle Book. A lot of people love it. I'm sure a lot of furries love it. I'll definitely be seeing it, presume, uh, preferably on a Friday, so that there's not a lot of kids there. Right, right. Because <laughs> I do not want I I do not want kids in my movie theater while I'm watching a movie. I don't want those booger fleeing little shits anywhere near me. Yeah. I never mind kids, but at the same time, like, it's mostly just when they freak out the entire time. Even then, it's just like, eh, they're kids. I've, I've dealt with too many I, 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 I know. They're kids, and kids want to have fun, but I'm sorry. 
I'm just well, really you're, annoyed. Like you said, you're a movie, you're a movie buff. Like you want to really enjoy the experience. I respect that. For me, it's just not as important for it to be a, an uninterrupted sort of like zen experience of just me and the movie. So mm-hmm. I can understand that. I don't don't right. fault you at all. Of course. Do we have any thoughts, uh, Anything? Or are we going to... Uh, Jungle Book. Mm. <laughs> Is that your thought? Is it just that in quotation marks? I don't know why. I really don't know why. Why? I cannot why? find a single reason that... That what? That I can say that I hate this. Oh, you, really? You don't like the Jungle Book? I'm not really hating it, but I'm not getting into it. Interesting. Cool. Like, what, what, what I for? I don't know why. I watched the trailer. The trailer sparks my interest a little bit, but then I still don't see me going to the theater and just saying, oh my god, I'm going to see this movie. I don't see myself doing that like Zootopia did. Well, well, neither do I, but at the same time, it's like I was skeptical myself, and I just want to see it because, well... Believe it or not, my grandmother is going to see going to see it, and I'm just I'm concerned with its a lot. I'm concerned with a lot of things because, you know what? Speaking of, I need to look on Rotten Tomatoes right now because I heard that it was getting it, it had a really good review, but it could but you know anything could happen with that with that really good review in a matter of days. So let me see. Um, hmm. Uh, 2016. Uh, as of right now, we have 19 reviews, and it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, yeah. Touchdown. I, touchdown and extra point is good. Oh, yeah. We have four top critics who's, who really enjoyed this film. So, and two super reviewers. So, we'll see what happens. Personally, I really want to see it. I want to see if wow, it's going to... Just jump from, jump from not really and jump really. <laughs> well, I want to see it just to see if it's going to follow, if it's going to be any good. I, I, want, to, I want to say this right now to any of you who really likes the 1967 Jungle Book who said that, oh, the jungle, that Jungle Book is the definitive version. Well, I'm sorry. Apparently, this film is, is um, really, really... Breaking breaking your uh, argument apart. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, Jungle Book, Jungle Book. I'll probably go see it. I don't know. Are, uh, are you going to see it, Zach? I thought you said we were going to have an episode dedicated to it. Okay, so I guess we are yeah, going to see it. I guess my hands are pretty well fucking tied. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I'm not so sure if I have. I'm just. Uh, I tell you guys after this, but later. Okay. Anyway. okay. All right. And so yeah. That's, that's all well, I have to see. But I can get my thought right away. Right now, is I'm not like particularly excited for this because it's never been a thing to me. So I was like, that's understandable. Hmm. I know, Scuffy. You and you interested in a pack of wolf. I know. <laughs> not necessarily. Not I just want to see it just to see if it's going to be a good movie or not. But that's just. I, th- I think the reason he's been bugging you is because he had the plan for this episode. Is so he wanted us all to be on equal footing, and that's why he's yeah. bugging you for it. Yeah. So. But. Right. But yeah, uh, let's move on. Our that was it for uh, coming for the films coming to the theaters. Now let's come up the. Now let's look at the upcoming films. Our first upcoming film is a film called The BFG or The Big Friendly Giant, based off the. Uh, 
Uh, Roald Dahl book of the same name, and uh, it is also going to be directed by Steven Spielberg and produced by Walt Disney Pictures. So I don't know about you guys, but I am a huge fan of Roald Dahl. I love his works. I absolutely adore what he writes. He is very British, and very British. Yeah, he is. He 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 writes really well, and I don't know about you guys, but personally, I want to see this film. What do you think? Um, it looks really cool. I will not be seeing it most likely, but I'd like to see it when it comes out, like on DVD or something, because it does look cool. And I'd like to go if I had an inexhaustible amount of money, I would gladly go support this. Yes, but to me, it's just like this it's, is also my problem too. Yeah. Were you were you a big fan of Roald Dahl? A lot of these. Yes, right. but it's like. It, it, it not, not well not a big fan. I am a fan, but it's not. It doesn't it, nowhere near as much as you are. So it doesn't yeah. it doesn't speak to me on that like almost primal level of wanting to go see. So, mm. uh, but uh, but yeah, what do you think, Shuja? On uh, BFC. BFG. Uh, BFG. God damn it. That's what happened when you you, you guys make the com name so so. <laughs> So what are your thoughts on the movie? Anyway, uh, this movie. Hmm. I'm kind of in between. Uh, it's like having me, hmm, this movie going to be good. I'm not really interested. But like, uh, mixed feeling, mixed feeling. I'm probably not going to see this in theater, even if they come out. I think they only come out in theater, right? Uh, it's coming out in theater. I mean, I don't know if it's eventually coming out on DVD. So it depends on how well. No, it's, it's, gonna it's gonna come out in theaters this year. I don't know. This is just an upcoming film that the, they announced a trailer. Oh well, we're just gonna announce the trailer, talk about it for a couple minutes, and that's it. And I would probably gonna not see this in theater, but I would, I would see myself seeing this with my family. Like just like yeah, why not? Because I know my parents a big fan of this guy, so mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, they're coming out movie. Why don't we go see it? Just because I only track you to see Michael Bay with me, so some, let's go see something. No, new. no, Leaf, do not. I will not see a Michael Bay film. Yeah. I'd rather. I'd. I would rather see the it's worst of Miyazaki over the best of Michael Bay. That's fair. <laughs> but to be fair. But to you be don't fair, Michael, Michael Bay. Michael, I mean, I mean. But to be fair, Michael Bay does. Michael Bay does some pretty damn good, awesome explosions. That's, yeah. That is just his trademark. He a lot be, of them. He should be a special uh, special effects director more than anything else. He is. He was so, until he became. Yeah, yeah but he should have stuck with that. But well, he's, he's making. Like, he's like, yeah, that's true. Actually, what am I saying? He's making more money than I'll ever see. Well. Well, in the well, in the fact that he's also producing uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, turtles uh, coming out of their shells or whatever. I forgot what it was, I forgot what the title was, but exactly. I heard I, I heard the I heard the, the second yeah I remember the second Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that's going to be made. And personally, I think that this film is probably going to be better than the first one. And and a lot of people saying, "Holy shit, this should have been the first film and not the second film." But you know, right, 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 yeah. But we'll see what happens with that. But I can tell you right now, I am not seeing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's fair. Um, but you know what? Uh, yeah, the BFG, if you're a fan of Roald Dahl, I love it. But, you know, I... Uh, yeah, uh, let's move on. Our next, our next film is Swiss Army Man. It's a film starring Daniel Radcliffe and this other guy. I do not know. I don't know his name. I kind of forgot. Oh, um, Paul I Dano, I want to say. 
I saw the trailer. It looks interesting. Uh, about a it's dead freaking horse. Freaking hilarious. It looks. It looks freaking hilarious. <laughs> He's also shooting looks, water from his mouth. But it looks freaking hilarious at the same time. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand what what Daniel Radcliffe had in his capacity or right mind to think about a film like this. But if he wants to make a film like this. Let's see what he does. I think like it's a weird take on like uh, it's almost cast away with more humor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it looks it, to me it looks good. I just I find the overall concept of it hilarious. And for Daniel Radcliffe's part, I mean, a I'm pretty sure he's doing fucking fine financially. So I think he wanted to do something that he just felt well. Like- well, oh, oh, <laughs> like that's even like that's even an argument. Like Daniel Radcliffe hasn't made. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that the whole thing with uh, him doing this is I just think he's doing, I, whatever reason, he thought this part would probably, I, I'm assuming, that he thought this part would just be interesting, fun, or challenging for him to do. The weird, like, slapped off face. Where it's like, one of the weirdest things people don't think about, it's like, intentionally, like, <gasps> acting, not acting, is really, really weird. So, it's probably just sounds like, I want to see if I can do this. So, and more power to him. It looks funny. I'd watch it. Mm. Maybe not in theaters. It might be a DVD release to me, but still, it's like I plug it. It looks funny. Oh, you know, Daniel Radcliffe is a pretty good guy. So, and and hey, good he was, guy, Daniel. He was he was Harry Potter. So we'll see what he does. We'll we'll see what he does with this this time. Yep. Um, but you know, um, yeah, that's really all I got for this film. What do you think, Shujo? No comment. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Wait, you saw the trailer and you didn't like it? Hey, I'd say no comment. I didn't say anything. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. I'm just making sure. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. (laughs) But one thing I can say about this movie, I would like to see more trailer about this. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) It sparked my interest. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that as I'm gonna like take a list of our most repeated because I'm sure I say like repeat myself saying certain things all the fucking time. But I'm gonna get like a list of what we most often say as catchphrases for everybody, just like things. I'll listen back to the episodes and be like, let's see, what is this thing? Because I know you've you've used the uh, spark my interest a lot, and Scarfy has uh, used believe it or not a couple times in the show. So yeah. And Cruz and I, I, I'm, I'm not that self-aware. I have no idea what I said a thousand times over. I'm sure I said something, but mm-hmm. anyway. All right. But yeah, I guess we can move on to the next one. Um, our next film, uh, unfortunately, all of you guys heard how horrible uh, Batman versus Superman has been, uh, quote unquote, because a lot of people apparently were just not interested in how much. Uh, well, well, it, it was good. But let's say the action sequence, the battle was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Everything else, okay. Was everything else was just not good. Was not impressive. But you know, yeah. <laughs> so, did you see it, Scarfy? Yep. Did I see so it? Yeah. I no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Then I won't even make another comment. Well, I mean, like, uh, like. I might. I mean, I, I. A lot of people said that it wasn't as good. So, like, I. It kind of like a lot of people say we're like, no, like save your money for something else, please. And I'm like, okay. So, you know what? Um, 
that's that's all I'm gonna say. But anyway, um, even though DC really hasn't done well well with its with its live action, I do think its animation department is succeeding rather well with Batman: The Killing Joke. I think it's um, I don't know. Like I think it's one of those films where a lot of things could happen, but I don't know. Like I just uh. I just like saw some things regarding the whole deal, and personally, when it comes to, uh, um, uh, you know, animation, Mark Hamill as the Joker, you know him. He does a pretty good job doing it, and it surprises me that he hasn't stopped playing it. I'm I, not at all for me. He does it so well, and people just there's some people that like honestly they know him better from that than Star Wars. So I'm not. Oh, most definitely. All. Just wanted to let you guys know that Cruz's computer died. So uh, apparently, so, uh, apparently, so apparently, yeah. So apparently, uh, he's going to be taking his time to get it set back up. I apologize for that, but uh, let's just keep talking about Batman: The Killing Joke. So, I mean, like, what do you think, Mark? Um, I think like I do. You have you read The Killing Joke? It was originally was... a comic. Oh really? Yeah, I know what happens in it. That's why I'm really excited. I'm not going to spoil it, but like for anyone who has read the the kind of joke or is very very much into uh, you know the Batman's series, any of the Batman franchise, it's I'm just going to say long and short shit goes fucking down and I am so excited. It is a very very like packed uh edition of just the craziness happened. So, like, honestly, I would happily see this. Like, I, I'm a little bit excited. I will not, not even lie. So, I would highly recommend it to any, any fans of Batman who know the the this particular comic. For those of you that don't, be just literally be prepared for anything. That's all I can tell you because it, shit gets serious. So, and that's all I gotta say on that. Did I lose you guys? Did I really? Hold on for a second. Uh-oh. It ended because the video went to sleep. Give me a second. I will bring them back. I wonder where I lost them at. Professional. It's not what I am. It's not what I do. But now I have them back. Really? You're going to do this? There you go. Yep. Apologies. So, yeah. What, but basically... What, what, what happened? What happened? We're going to talk, and I'm going to get back to that later. But basically... Where did I, so wherever I left you guys off, uh, yeah, if you've, if you've read the comic, awesome. If you haven't, just know and be prepared that serious shit is going to go down in it, so. Uh, believe it or not, I don't know why, I don't know why nowadays the animation department of DC is doing better than the live action department, especially since, you know, um, DC is planning on making, um, uh, you know, a live action Disney film. I mean, live action, uh, um, what is that term? Uh, live action Justice League. So it's going to be impressive what they're going to do with that, since they've already done a very, very time, a very, very bad time with, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think, guys, about Batman: The Killing Joke? Who do we have? Do we have everyone? Mm -hmm. I thought we just yeah. had. Oh, good. I think. Hey, Chris well, is back. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I have not read the comic. My friend has it, but I'm a huge Batman fan, so I'm, I'm all for it. I used to watch. It, it looks like the trailer looks so. It's it's pretty much just like the the old TV show, the old Batman show I I watched. It's like the same. It looks like the same era. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Shudder makes a good point, which is why I said before with a uh, fucking this verse the the one that came out Batman vs Superman vs Civil War. It feels like Marvel's just or sorry DC's just trying to catch up to Marvel and and they're feeling and, miserable yeah, because here's here's the problem. They don't know. They know they have the right actors. They know how to shoot a film. They just can't tell a good story. Mm-hmm. They're, they're they're having a problem with the sto- with the script and the writing. Yeah. That is the that is where it's failing in the in that department. Yeah. Other than that, it's gonna be really really hard for me to even think about going to see uh, a Zack Snyder film with uh, Justice League in it because hey, we're trying to become the next Marvel. Hey. Let's let's we have a bunch of money. Let's do all this. They're not doing well. Marvel is is still being keen, and it, ever since Batman versus Superman came out, I'm now I am now like really. If the if Batman versus Superman was not as good, I am I may fear I am fearing the worst for Suicide Squad because I don't know about you guys, but we saw the trailer for Suicide Squad and it is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Definitely. Is this a real? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they I think they used I think that's one of the best usage of Queen's uh Bohemian Rhapsody ever made, ever used. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but you know, I mean I mean I, I, I don't know what to think, but other than that, I mean, you know. Um speaking of uh but other than that, that's all I have to say. What do you think, uh uh Zach? What about about the Batman the Killing Joke? I, th- I think I said everything I have to say. I just I'm very interested in it. I'd happily watch it, and I I know what's gonna happen. But even still, it's really I've been waiting for this to come out to an animated format ever since the original. You know, Batman the Animated Series was on Cartoon Network for a while. Like mm-hmm. it's I'm I'm happy they're finally doing it. That's all mm-hmm. I really have to say. So okay. Well, we can move on to our next film. Our next film is uh, speaking of the Joker, who was played <laughs> by Mark Hamill. Our next film is a film called Elstree 1976, and it's a documentary film on the, the uh, what went on in, at Elstree Studios when they were going to make the very first original Star Wars that aired, that uh, came out on 1977. So, uh, yeah, I think it's really interesting. What do you think, uh, Zach? I'm, I like Star Wars, but I'm honestly not a huge, huge fan. Um, I, I I might get some hate and some flack. Like I don't really I I enjoy watching the movies, but I don't care enough to know about everything they did in the background. I'm not that that interested in like the etymology of everything. It's so I think for diehard fans, this would be really cool. For me, it's like eh, I might watch it someday, but I'm I'm not terribly interested. Yeah, makes sense. What do you yep. think, uh, Cruz uh, Shuja? Wait, or is this is this Elstree or is uh, Ro- Elstree? Elstree. Oh wait. Okay, because I, I saw a Star Wars story, I'm like, right, right, right. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I it would be cool if it was like a short YouTube video on it, but other than that, it's like I wouldn't go watch a movie. You're not willing to sit down for the um, History Channel fucking <laughs> narrative of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, of course. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, Seems pretty legit. Uh, I guess you can say, um, as for, uh, what do you think, uh, Shuja? I'm pretty sure you're not interested in this documentary. Uh, documentary on Star Wars making. Oh, this is going to be fun. Oh. <laughs> like, is that sarcasm? I actually can't tell. Is that sarcasm? Or are you honestly interested? 
you can never figure me out. I, I somehow cannot figure myself out. <laughs> you need more coffee. Yes. Yep. Uh, actually, no. It's already late. I do not want to stay up tonight. Mm, but Star Wars documentary. Uh, I like Star Wars. I've been a fan of Star Wars since I don't know. Since yeah. Right. So like, but here's the thing. I know some of some fan gonna kill me. <sighs> yes. Don't worry, they'll shoot me first. You're fine. But like, I like the animation more than the movie. I I, I just do. I can understand that. Yeah. Because first, animation have a really badass fight. Yeah, that's true. It's it's a lot cheaper to animate than higher actors. Mm. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that. I like the movie, but like they go in way too much of the history and like death and too much. Then I said, "Ooh, too much." And sometimes I got bored and I fell asleep, especially mm-hmm. after episode four. Don't know why. Every time episode four come up, and say, "Nope, that's my slipping pill." <laughs> I like Star Wars episode. Here's the thing: I like Star Wars episode. Five. Star Wars episode five is the best. I agree, but Star Wars episode six is my favorite, hands down. That's all the explosion. Mm-hmm. You know, George Lucas. I mean, he doesn't really get so Even in the animation, is the Clone War. I only like Clone War. I don't know why. Mm. Well. uh... You know, um, well, speaking of Star Wars, we might as well move on to our next, uh, our final upcoming film that a lot of people have already seen. Personally, I'm not too sure if uh, this film is going to be as good as I thought it would be, but who knows? Maybe it will be. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. I saw the trailer for it, and, like, I'm kind of, like, I'm kind of, like, just, uh, I can see all the all the fanfic fiction people and all the people who, you know, live in the Star Wars multiverse who have written books on certain, on certain films of this. Yeah. Uh, Cruz, you're going to have to mute your mic if, if, if noise is going on. Anyway, anyway, you know, shut up, but I mean, you gotta be careful, but anyway, anyway, with this film, uh, anyway, with this film, I'm kind of wondering if this is going to be great because like, I, there are plenty of Star Wars multiverses out there, aside from the main story that you've already know well and, and very much love. But even I can tell, okay, well, what exactly does this film have to offer that other, other you know, stories have not? And I, I haven't really found, found the answer to that question. What do you think, Zach? It's interesting just because taking a, it's someone in the rebellion, so rebellious even the rebellion is like, oh, I don't know if we want to deal with this bitch. So mm-hmm. it's kind of weird that it's also kind of nice that they're taking a focus onto a new hero. I know technically the the first three movies and second three movies had different heroes, and now with the new Star Wars coming out, you have your new set of heroes. So sure, he doesn't always focus on the same people, but like this really offshoot person that's very synonymous with stuff that happens in uh, when the Clone Wars came out and when a couple of other like should have said the animated series came out you would start focusing on different heroes so it's cool to see a new protagonist it's interesting they're giving her the bad girl syndrome of just like yeah i'm just like i've had a rough fucking life and i do i'm basically as chaotic neutral as it comes sorry to get into D D terminology but right uh well but, yeah. the only thing i can really the only thing that i'm hoping that others that other fans of star wars are going to be i'm the only thing that i am hoping is that 
fans of Star Wars are not going to be disappointed when, and older people especially, like, who go, wait, this isn't the new Star Wars film. This is just like a other story being told. I want to know what happened to what happened to Han Solo, Leia, and Luke. Where are they? You know, like, I just hope that people aren't going to be, you know, tricked by this. I, I don't know why, out of all places, they decide to make a, a film regarding this story, but they, I mean, uh, you know, I, 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 that's really all I got for this one. How about yeah. you, Cruz, Shudra, thoughts? Mm. Uh, well, I don't oh. know. Go ahead, Cruz, you go. Oh, go ahead, bro. I mean, I no, I'm to... more polite. No, I'm more polite. Sorry, go ahead. I'm, no, I, after you, I insist. Go ahead. Uh, I insist. But I am. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm more into the main Star Wars uh, story. I mean, I did see a little of the Clone Wars the TV show. Mm hmm. The less familiar characters. Oh, that's just my part of it. Right. I guess. It's a monster. What about you? What about you, Shadra? Here's the thing. I did not watch the last Star Wars movie. Yes, I know. Neither have I, actually. So I'm right there with you. I know. Some of my friends call me a jerk because I didn't go watch Star Wars. I know. I'm a jerk deal with it. Anyway, it's some weird reason after the clone, like, I can take a certain aspect of Star Wars, but they change things so much. I just don't know where the story is going to go anymore. That's fair. Yeah, I can totally understand that. Because I, I only know up to right. like, okay, look, blow up the Death Star. Great. Happy, happy, happy. Everybody happy. Right. Uh, okay, I only know to that aspect. And then later on, they come out more story. I say, this is, sounds so weird. Okay. Now they have a new character to make them official. Say, oh. you, saw, you saw Star Wars Episode Seven, right, Zach? No. What? No, I haven't. I was planning on going to see it, and a lot of the people I knew that I've gone to watch it with uh, went. And like I said, I like the series, but I'm... I don't know. It just it's. I've already, I already know what happens. You have already told me, and I'll watch it when it comes out. I haven't told like, you what happened. I, well, Scarfy, this might shock you. I, I talked to other people, <laughs> but yeah, like uh, my, 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 my friends in Tallahassee spoiled it for me because they even asked, like, "Oh, do you care about spoilers?" Like, I don't give a shit about spoilers. They told oh, me. It's gee, like, okay. thanks. <laughs> you just. I loved. I loved Star Wars Episode Seven, and now you and now there's like no point in showing you the damn film anymore. Um. Okay. Uh. Like honestly, I I didn't. See? I'll this be is why you're a party pooper. I'm, I'm not a party pooper. I have my own opinions. God damn it! Fight! 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 Kiss! 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 <laughs> but I'll be I'll be watching it eventually. But yeah, like I said, it got it got spoiled for me, which I didn't mind because it saves me some cash, and I'll go see it when I get the chance. Because it like. It was fucking a success, a huge success. So I don't feel like I cheated the makers out of the fucking twelve dollars I would have paid, but so, but yeah, I heard right. it's really good. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, uh, other than that, that's all I have to say for movies, and I guess uh, we can end the show here. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Oh, so are we doing? You said we have the April twenty fourth. Are we doing a show next week? Is that happening? Uh, yeah, we are. Okay, cool. Just We're sure. doing a show on April 24th, but I, I want to take a little bit of time for other people to see the movie themselves because, 
let's let's be honest no not everyone is going to be seeing the jungle book on april 15th so you know what might as well give them a little bit of time so that we can all go see it ourselves and all that stuff so yeah um anyway uh my name is scarfy conley it's been it's been nice having you on a uh, subway for entertainment treehouse we'll we will see you on sunday yep i'm zach gray and uh just say not not to spice it up or anything but one interesting thing so I find interesting that one of our trolls just made a ponies reference. It's like I've never been trolled with a ponies reference. That's amazing. Bro the brony too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, like, that's getting better. That's amazing. Better. That's so awesome. Anyway, sorry. But yeah, so Zach Gray, good talking to you guys. Uh, we'll see you yeah. on the next one. Yeah, we'll see you guys later. Bye bye. Cruise. Bye. We're not gonna let Cruise and Chitra say their goodbyes. All right. Okay. I, 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 oh, did you? I, I, I wasn't good, paying attention. Goodbye. goodbye. I, was, I was ranting about good, ponies. Goodbye. All right. We'll see y'all <laughs> later. Goodbye, ponies. <laughs>